I'm sorry I wasn't here last week, folks, but I'm back for episode number seven of the Neon Green Mafia, and this evening, embracing the neon with me, we have Coach, Deuce, and Matt. How's it going, gentlemen? It's going good, man. Yo, yo, what up, what up, what up? What's going on? What's the word? How's your your week been, Mike? How's your two weeks been, Mike? We got a lot of catching up to do, man. All right, two weeks. Now I got to do some uh, <laughs> thinking. So life has been a little crazy. Obviously, last week I missed due to some things going on. My wife's been dealing with some health issues here and there. And until we get a diagnosis, you know, unfortunately, it's going to be what it's going to be. But we have a major appointment coming up on November 1st. So hopefully we start to get some answers then. So what a lot of people don't know is that life has been a little hectic. Is that my wife and I have also a long time ago started the process of becoming foster parents and uh as of today we received our licensing so we will hey. hopefully uh, some children placed with us soon hopefully that we can make positive man. impact nice. so i mean good for y'all good, thank you so good bad and ugly we got a, a lot going on in our lives but i'm happy to be back you know and my dolphins lost to deuces eagles and, i wore my jersey uh, tonight i know it's a dirty move uh, but i did it other than that you know life is pretty good i can't i can't complain too much how about yeah, you guys, man? Hey, man. Well, I just accidentally opened my beer. I didn't give any ASMR. I didn't. I didn't say, "Hey, guys, you got a beverage on you." I didn't do any of that. I was too thirsty and I cracked it open. But cheers to you guys. Cheers to uh, to Mike and his his wife becoming foster parents. I think that's super dope. Um, because that's, that's just, I don't I don't I don't know much about it, but I do know that kids getting bounced around and not having places to go that's that's just terrible as is. So for people like you to step in and be able to do that, that's a super dope thing. Um, yeah, my week's been um, my week's been a little basic, I guess. I didn't really do anything crazy, I don't think. Oh, I had to drive down to Orlando, well, up to Orlando, uh, on Saturday. But besides that, I've, I've been chilling. Not much different. You got anything new, so? <laughs> the sagas, baby. So, <laughs> uh, we well, yeah, I had a good week last week. Uh, well. Not last week, but two weeks ago. And, um, you know, catching up. Yeah, let me uh, say what's going on to Jersey. Cheers to you as well. Um, So what's up to uh, Scott in the chat? Appreciate you guys coming out, tuning in. Um, So we ended up losing to a team that I really wanted to beat this this week. We lost to a team that's, you know, close by. helps us with uh, the recruiting aspect if we beat them. So definitely lost to them. Today, this week, we go against our last division game. We beat them, and we we our first time 
district champions um, in school history. So it's a big game, <clears throat> pretty confident going into it. Um, but then we had some crappy stuff happen. My wife's grandfather, he needed spinal surgery. Um, he had spinal stenosis, I think is what it was called. Oh, wow. Yeah. Spinal stenosis. It's like swelling. Um, and they had to relieve like pressure and seven hours worth of surgery. Um, I was on my way Jeez. to the hospital on Monday and my brand new car that I just bought, <clears throat> not brand new, brand new to me. It's a 20, that's 2020 thing. It was uh, Genesis G 73.3 twin turbo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, decided to check engine light on and go into limp mode. And I had to go 40 on the highway. So oh, pissed, had to, had to drop it off. Car got dropped off at the shop. And I didn't hear back until today after about four phone calls I made. And they had had it for about, they had had the car for about two days and I hadn't heard nothing. And then when I get a hold of them, they tell me, yeah, we're still not sure. We Your car, the check engine light turned off, but it is idling pretty rough. And we can't replicate why it would turn on. And I said, we'll get on the highway, punch it a little bit, and it's going to go into limp mode. Guarantee you, because it felt weird. So they're going to try it tomorrow. It was, it's their lame excuse of saying that they haven't touched a car in two days until yeah, exactly. the very last minute. Mm, what exactly. A pain. What a pain. But, hey, I'm optimistic. <sighs> Don't matter. I got warranties, and it's got factory warranties, and, hey, it'll 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 cover itself. I'm not, I'm not tripping. I'll be all right. I can't, wait. I, I can't wait to drive it at the tailgate. I can't lie oh. to you. <laughs> she's beautiful man it's like a, like a dark royal blue oh man i love it oh, amazing car amazing car don't drive when the battle hawks come in <laughs> <laughs> right that's uh paint it green <laughs> wrap it green embrace the neon we gotta, we gotta start a fun for uh for that paint job right what's what's new oh, with you though man wrap job a wrap job yeah however you want to do it um, nothing, nothing much to report here. Uh, just, you know, continuing on with my, uh, flight endeavors, uh, just building time, waiting for my uh, final check ride. Uh, I think I reported last week that I'm uh, still waiting for that final test or we call it check ride. Mm. Um, so other than that, just chilling. Um, obviously I've, you know, my emotions been up and down with all this XFL and USFL merger news. We're going to get into it here pretty soon, but yeah. So just, uh, kind of just been impatient uh lots lots of anxiety about that so uh yeah other than that been having a great week yeah man yeah man well um i mean we didn't spend too much time in, in first down but well, how about you, we at, you, you didn't really share much we well, know right, well, Eagles won. i mean i, you I wasn't gonna say it man i wasn't i wasn't gonna go <laughs> ahead and do that to you i wasn't gonna but yeah we did and i think we're looking pretty good so i'm very excited about that um Plus, with the new signing, it, there's a lot of there's a lot of moves going on with the Eagles' uh, front office, which I think is like some of the best front office work I've seen done in a long time. So I'm just excited to see how it plans out and pans out. And uh, besides that, bro, working. I didn't do anything crazy over the weekend. Um, yeah, man, just stay maintaining, maintaining, leveling up. Um, so yeah, I mean, as long as I don't got any bad news, I guess that's good news. You know. No, I'm not a Jaguars fan. This hat <laughs> when I went to the game it was just so freaking nice, man. I had it's it tough. He's a Jaguars. I told y'all that that's the plan. Every stadium I go and visit, I plan on going 
and uh, buy myself a hat. That's going to be like my thing. Oh, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not the guy that hats would you not wear out of all the teams? Which hats would you not actually put on your head? All right. One hundred percent Green Bay. <laughs> I knew that was good. One hundred percent Green Bay. First of all, colors are hideous. Sorry, Green Bay. And I know we got green on ours, but at least ours doesn't look. T- I don't know, green and gold. <laughs> um, oh man. You know who I actually don't like, and this was when I was younger because I was raised a Bears fan, but now you know. I'm a Falcons slash Baltimore Ravens fan. Um, I don't like Seattle because one of my favorite players growing up, I don't know if you all will know who this is, but his name was Johnny Knox. And he played for the Bears and he was a wide receiver and he was going to be somebody great. And I remember he went to dive in to catch a fumble. A fumble had happened. He went to dive and grab it and they had hit him and his, his head touched his you know what he had bent in half if you want to look that video up look that video up i believe it's still on youtube he bent he literally folded in half he went like this and his head touched his butt the and reason why i have like a lot of respect for the bears is they kept them on they kept him on their um roster for like years after because he had to ha- he had to learn how to walk again and the guy was imagine being a like a speeding dart and you have to learn how to walk again and the bears paid for it all man i mean that was wow. pretty stand up so i think i found it i might actually be able to share this yeah I just don't know who's tuning in. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm sitting here like, who's tuning in to see something like this? It's not us. I don't care. I'm probably going to look at it the moment we get off up here anyway. I'm, I'm looking at it now. I could totally share it on screen right now. I'm not going to do it just in case. Yeah, I just don't but know. By all means, in. go check it out. It's uh, it's pretty brutal. I'm not saying we're a fa- you know, family-friendly show, but you just never know. right? Never know. <laughs> yeah, it's not, we're it's protecting not ourselves. Yeah, it's, it's not, not terrible. terrible. It's a football play, man. It's a football, it's a football play. play. You just look at it and you're just like, wow. But wow. Uh, why don't we just stay on pace here? Because I think we got a couple minutes for we have to get into the second down anyway. Coach, you know, we have this new thing we're doing with a, with your polls. So, Coach, you got to bring us up to date. We put that poll out. Right. So, you know, come on. So, let us know what's going on. The new poll <clears throat> we, uh, we had go up was about the venue, our venue. How'd we feel about the venue relocate to a different location? Um, the three options were relocate, renovate camping world or keep camping world the same. Um, renovate was the number one answer with 47% of the votes. Um, 21 people voted on it. So that's awesome. And in second place, people said stay at camping world and just leave it as is with 16 votes. And then relocate to a different venue had 17% with um, eight votes. So we actually – Wow. It was actually a pretty good turnout. I mean we had um, close to 50, maybe 50 people vote on it. So that's pretty awesome. Um, Renovate was definitely one of my options. That's one of the ones that I chose. Um, Reason being – 
you need something else there. The the field it feels a little dated. You can you can feel it in different areas. Um and some shade would be nice. <laughs> be Did you guys last episode get into Florida Citrus Sports and their um proposal to actually renovate? Camping world? No. Did you guys get into that? We, okay. we spoke a little bit on it, uh, but not fully. Yeah. I know I with the poll originally, I I picked uh, to just keep it as is, but then I, yeah. I I reminded myself about how you guys were talking about some of the seats were a little messed up and the little wear and tear. So if anything, for me, it would just be light repairs. I don't even. My wife said cheaper beer. Of course, if you will do that for me, that'd be great. But I don't think that's renovation. Either way, it's um. <laughs> either, either way it's it for me it just feels like home i don't want too much changed because i don't want it to be a different atmosphere i do want that same atmosphere um and also whoever picked relocate guess what guys i can see the names well i would you be completely opposed to like let's say what if they were to say we're going to um UCF, yeah, bounce house. That'd be that'd be kind of But I still feel like that wouldn't be our home, right? Where I feel like Camping World at this point, I do feel like we have an identity there. I feel like it's home. If we go, like that's also why I was when I when I looked at Seattle, it's like that's never going to be home. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Right. So if you guys don't mind, I can just share a little bit of you know information on the proposed um, renovation. So Florida Citrus, Florida Citrus Sports is the one that manages Camping World for, um, it's the city or the county that owns the facility. And there's this tax money that is allotted every year. And they have seeked $800 million to renovate Camping World money, uh, Camping World Stadium. The money did not get approved yet, where UCF actually got some and some other venues around the city actually got their proposals granted. So it would be a canopy style roof to cause, you know, create some shade. There would be significant upgrades to the upper bowl. And ultimately that would make it a complete round bowl to connect it. So you could walk all the way around it. It would increase, I mean, seating somewhere around 2,500 or more seats. So, I mean, I understand for the XFL and guardians, we wouldn't need the seat upgrade, but that canopy roof would be huge having that shade on those hot days. So, that's, yeah, but that's not all the 800 million. There's uh, an aspect of creating like essentially a field house slash convention center attached to it so they could do some more all year round things, but that doesn't really pertain to the football aspect. So for those that are wondering kind of why the renovation part, you know, that could happen whether we want it or not, but it sounds like the renovations on the football side would be kind of nice, especially that canopy roof, I think would be huge. Uh, Cause it wouldn't matter what side you're on. I think it would help create that shade, which would be a significant blessing for those that are in attendance. Yeah. yeah that's, I mean, that's, I'm not going to argue with shade. <laughs> and that's why in, in a, in, I don't know if you guys remember the, the topic I brought up too is, is like, um, the press box area is very on. It's not nice. Like mm-hmm. it's not the press box. It's like right outside. It's like this little sectioned off area where you can sit outside with like five of your friends and like some chairs. It's not, it's not very 
nice. That would be nice to add value to that. So if I decide to bring like my D line, you know, maybe to one of the games and I pay for everybody, I'm not going to pay for everybody to go sit there. I'd rather just go sit in the seat then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> to me, there's like no value in it. So if they can like spruce some things up and make it a little more uh, bougie, <laughs> then I think it, I think it would be nicer. Maybe just improve the your, hospitality. We didn't hear, who'd you pick, Matt? What'd you say? We didn't hear your pick. What'd you uh, end up choosing? Oh, I chose the, um, I chose the, um, I think it was the renovate option. Um, as, as Mike mentioned, um, I think the canopy style is a good idea. I think, you know, Miami, uh, at Hard Rock Stadium did a great job of, you know, implementing that. So I think that's just like a, kind of like a typical, like, it'll become like a more typical Florida look if we add that canopy. It'll attract more. And, um, all the things that Mike said based from that report are basically, it, it, it'll bring a good, you know, in terms of like hospitality, I think it'll be good for the city of Orlando, bring more events. So, yeah, I think yeah. that's, uh, yeah. I was, so one, yeah, I was, yeah, go ahead. One more thing to add about that canopy. So if anybody's been to stadiums that have the canopies type of roofing that, so it really increases the quality of sound like crowd mm. sound. Mm. So mm. whether you're in like a smaller stadium, that's like a, you know, I, I used to be a season ticket holder for the New York Red Bulls when I lived up North that it doesn't matter if you got 10,000 people in the stands or not, it sounds loud because it just keeps the noise in. So could you yeah. imagine if we are drawing eight, 10, 12,000 people, it would create a very good sound in there if we had that anyway. So large venue or not, that'd be something really cool to have because it would make it sound completely different. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh that, that would play into it a lot too. That's um, yeah, you want a loud stadium. What I think would be cool, even though like the thing is we're not really packing house. Right. So if we had that and we did have an ability to just be a little bit louder through that, it would, that would, that's perfect. Um, yeah. I'm not mad at renovations. I just don't want it to feel too different. Right. Yeah. I have, a, I have another point I wanted to bring up as well before we uh, move on. I know we're kind of running tight in time. Um, we're good. What do you, what do you feel? What do you, I know with this whole thing in the NFL going on with um, anything between turf and actual grass, um, the AstroTurf and the extra grass. I know, I know I can't be where we have AstroTurf. How do you guys feel about that? Do you think it's a good thing to play year round? Do you think it needs to go and become actual grass? I hate turf. I do. I hate turf. turf. We've we've seen all the injuries happen because of it. Last year was a mess because of it um, in the NFL, not not necessarily the XFL, but there was also injuries in the XFL from the turf as well, though. So I just I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't know how you guys feel, but I don't like it. So here's the thing with turf, right? Turf or grass? There's there's um, there's evil sides to. There's not evil sides. I don't know can't find cons. The word I'm there, there's pros and cons <clears throat> there's pros and, right there's there's pros and cons <clears throat> excuse me sorry <clears throat> to each side um the one of the biggest cons to turf is not forgiving um i don't know if you guys saw i forgot what the player's name was but um you see his his uh calf pop I don't know mm-hmm. if you saw that. Um, who was that? It was, an was it Aaron Rod- It was Aaron Rodgers. It was Aaron Rodgers. Yes, you saw how he went to go make a cut, and his <clears throat> because there's no forgive in that, it just popped. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, if you don't have good, <clears throat> like good field maintenance crew, your grass field can be crap. 
and you got rolled ankles. You got, you know, so there's, it's like damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of thing. Me personally, I don't like playing on it. Um, when I played and or when we play as of <clears throat> right now, I don't like playing on it. I feel like our team plays better. Um, you get a little bit more group grip, a lot more better cuts, I feel like, on the grass. Um, but you got to have a really you – have, you have to have a pretty decent budget to be working on grass, you know. The field maintenance is, is no joke <clears throat> when it comes to grass. Yeah. So – if if you're asking me, shoosh, um, I couldn't tell you either or. Um, in the state of Florida, that field, if you don't have a dome over it, it bakes. Yeah. If you got a turf field, it is a million and ten degrees. Um, um, I know when my son plays Pop Warner, there's a field we go to out in Vieira, and it is like it is seriously like an oven out there. There's no breeze and that field is just baking in the open field and it's turf. And it's like, man, I'm pretty sure if you hit a little laser thermometer reader on that field, it's a hundred plus, like it gets hot. So there's like a lot of factors um, that go into it, but yeah, maybe, I guess maybe I am leaning more to one side. It would probably be just regular grass. If it was me. Yeah. But that does bring up costs too, just like you said, for maintenance and whatnot. So I don't know. How do you feel, Mike? You know, I I I understand things from every point of view. So there's no winning this. There re- there really isn't because from a business standpoint, turf is cheaper. It's easier to maintain. And in, when you look at that, like a venue like Camping World that doesn't have a primary tenant that is bringing in various football, very you know monster trucks and stuff like that if you had natural grass and you brought in monster trucks just just to lay out new sod i was watching a video um not too long ago i think it was in um at the panthers carolina panthers and they brought in people on tours and they were talking about how they have turf but the bringing grass cost a million dollars per time so let's just think about this for a second if you have natural grass and the monster trucks come in and tear it up it's going to cost you a million dollars to rip it up and bring it back. <laughs> that that show better make more than a million dollars. huh? <laughs> so right. But I mean, if you're turf, you don't worry about it. You lay down these massive things, you throw some dirt in there, whatever. And then before you know it, you scoop up the dirt, you pick up the tarps and the turf just sits there. Perfect. It, it is what it is. It's not forgiving. However, on the football side, it is super hot. They say to be, I've done, Various research according to temperatures, it could be 10 to 20 degrees hotter on turf, depending on what the temperature is outside. So if it's a really hot day, keep in mind that's really bacon. So then those real hot days, it could be 20, almost 20 degrees higher. So uh, if it's 90 degrees here, it could be like 110 on the field. The players, the coaches, I mean, heck, I said so pretty much pick your poison. Well, right. I mean, it's but business side. That's why venues ownership. There you want turf because it's going to be cheaper in the grand scheme of things. It's easier for turnaround. They don't have to have that eyesore when it's game day. Somebody like, oh, man, look at how bad this feels. I mean, for how bad things looked in Vegas with those track marks, you would never have that on turf. If they were hauling things across there, you would never saw those tire marks. It just would have never looked bad. And think about the color of the grass never looks like it's faded, whether it's still, you know, lack of watering, drought season, you know, all that type of stuff just kind of, it just always looks the same. It always looks professional. So 
I understand the business side, but as far as the player side and the people that are even sitting next to it and you can feel the heat just radiating mm-hmm. off it, that's terrible. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. bad. So, yeah. I mean, in Florida, if, if in other places, the thing with turf though, too, man, it's, it's like ankles, it's leg injuries. Like those are like bad injuries. You've seen like Achilles injuries from that. That's like, bro, that's bad news. You don't want to deal with any of that. And if we're really talking about playing safe football, and we're, and we're very, very worried about all these extra rules that we're putting in place to make sure the players are safe. To be playing on turf doesn't make any sense. But like you said, it, it really comes down to cost. Um, I got a thing, man. I got a thing because I, I heard this question. I'm going to switch off topic real quick. I heard this question. Um, but real quick before I do that, let me know in the chat what y'all think. Uh, turf, grass, what do you prefer? Tell me why. Um but I heard this hypothetical question, and I, I wrote down a note. Let me get this up real quick. Um, I, I, hypothetical questions. And I, and I started to think maybe I could put one of those together weekly, right? So this one, uh, it, it it is asked on the NFL side of things, but I will put it for both. So the question was, do you think – originally the question was, do you think an average person? But we're not going to go with average person. I want to know you personally, right? So do you think you could throw 10 yards in the NFL? Man coverage, all pro teams. And I originally put down 100 attempts, but I think that's too much. I think we'd probably all get it in 100 attempts. So let's bring that down to like 50. Do you think you could throw 10 yards, all pro teams? No. In the NFL? No. 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 No? No. (laughs) Let's go. Tell me why. All right. So even even with my kids, um, you know, we'll goof around. Like we have um, this kid named um, – he's not a kid. He's a grown man. Sorry. I shouldn't have put him that. He's just young. Um, he just graduated from college. Um, his name is Coach Josh. Great guy. Played quarterback. Amazing athlete. And even he has trouble against my D-line getting to him and tagging him. Right? Hmm. And now he can dot it. Don't get me wrong. He'll get away because he's fast as, you know, grown man speed. But you're talking about going against an all pro NFL team. And I get it. I got all pro guys myself, but that pass rush, those guys are huge. I'm not getting out that box, dude. Hey, listen, I am not getting out that box. I'm not going to try and sit here and pretend like, I mean, I can throw it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm a D line coach, but in a DC, but at, um, I can still sling it, but. Ain't no way. Ain't no way I'm getting out that box because it's going to be me running because I'm not going to be able to do it and then set my feet. I'm going to be too scared. I'm a big old 300-pound freaking no, no body fat guys just coming at you. Yeah, no, that's not happening. Yeah. Uh, Matt, do you think you could throw 10 yards in the NFL, all pro teams? Man coverage. 50 attempts. Tough. 50 attempts, I think I could probably do at least one, maybe like the 48th or 49th, but I think <laughs> it just, it, but that's why we practice though. I feel like that's why yeah. we practice in general, but I think, I, I think I could do one. Um, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not like sticking my chest out and saying, oh yeah, I can do it the first attempt. I think right. it, it'll take me some time and I might get beat up over it, but hey, I think oh, I could yeah. do at least one. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Mike? How do you feel? I think it all depends on the offensive line in front of me. Well, let's keep it real, right? If yeah. the protection ahead of me gives me enough time, I would like to think I can pull off at least one. Right. I mean, the the thing is, I'm five foot eleven. 
and you start getting those type of offensive linemen in front of you, and they all start standing up. Maybe my visibility, maybe I'd have to, maybe I, it wouldn't be, but it, I would like to think one. I don't have yeah. the speed to scramble <laughs> out of there. I'm 43 years old, turning 44 this year. There's no way I'm scrambling out of that pocket. So if it all depends on the offensive line, I would hope I could at least get one. Yeah, that's that's how I feel. I feel like it. Honestly, it would end up being just luck. I'm getting out of the pocket immediately. I'm not sitting there. I'll tell you that. I'm the. I'm getting out. I'm gonna. I'm calling. I'm calling slant routes, real short ones, and I'm just gonna get out. Hope I can get one on the on the run. And uh, I don't know. Scott said well, not you a have someone. If you have if you have someone as clutch as like you know if you have like a Tyreek Hill or if you have like a right but that's what we would have that's what would that's exactly so what I'm thinking is quick I can get out quick I can find you quick let me get one (laughs) they're moving so fast I don't know if my eyes could adjust to where they're gonna be there's a couple variables here there's a couple variables ten yards Tyreek could be at ten yards is I'm not even completing my drop back you know what I'm saying I might let's be realistic I, I don't know. Because right. I I want to break it to the ones that say they can, right? Imagine, <laughs> imagine, imagine. Just just picture this scenario. I get it. Your offensive line, that da 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 da. Offensive line holding guy guys back like Aaron Donald, right? Nick Bosa, Miles Garrett, Will Anderson, Bradley Chubb, Brad, Bradley Chubb. Like these are like top pass rushers right now. I don't think so. <laughs> Micah Parsons. And my hey, listen. And myself coming outside the edge and trying to run out and then running into people like, nah, ain't happening, dog. I'm dead. Dead in the water, sir. When somebody is hurdling the offensive and defensive line, like we just saw this past week, and I understand it was um, a what, field goal attempt or something like that. But when you got somebody doing that, maybe we don't stand a chance at all anyway. <laughs> Truth. Truth. But that was just a hypothetical, man. I, I thought it was a fun question. So I'll try to put one together a week and see what we can make out of that. But, Mike, take us away. I'm going to grab another beer. All right. Well, we're moving into the second down here. I know we are running behind schedule. So it's a good thing is our fourth down isn't that jammed up. So we'll see how things go here with this one. So we're going to take a look at the XFL have released – four separate days, four consecutive weekdays of announcements of players signing their letter of intent to play for XFL teams. And until today, the fourth day, it wasn't looking too good for the Orlando Guardians, but today we finally got four players that signed their letter of intent to play for the Orlando Guardians. So I'll just go down through the four. Um, We have Todd Santino, from James Madison, wide receiver Travis Rudolph from Florida State, defensive lineman Terry Hampton out of Arkansas, and defensive lineman Trevon Mason out of Arizona. So, gentlemen, your initial thoughts when uh, we we didn't see them for three three of the days and other teams were getting them, and then finally day on day four we have four. Let, let me go first, and it's going to be very quick. Okay. Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. Phew! <laughs> <laughs> That's it, baby. That that is it. <laughs> I was oh, literally panicking. I ain't gonna lie. I was panicking. Like I was like, man, we just started this show. We're not gonna have a team. <laughs> like this is. Oh my gosh! I was like, no. But these letter of intents. Granted, I mean, it's still no security, but it's still nice to see something 
it's nice to be able to put something and be like, okay, there's something here to look forward to. There's something here to keep pitching what we pitch and um, to see these guys on a roster. For me, honestly, and honestly, it was just a few moment like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly that. I don't. I don't even need to really answer that question. It really was that. Um, it, it really got concerning after seeing. I think it was two letters before we saw this one. It got concerning, man. I'm looking at that, and then of course, obviously, we all know the rumors and the the assumptions going around. So I look at that, and when things start to just line up, I'm like, oh man, this is bad news. But uh, yeah, definitely a few moments. So. Yeah, that's it for me. What about you, Matt? I mean, you, you two but just basically described my emotions the last week or so. I was just, you know, stressing those sweating bullets about what's the future looking like. So seeing that post and seeing the four names under the ORL name, I was just it was the biggest sigh of relief. It's like that little like abundance of hope is right there. It's like that little piece that you add into the fire, you're trying to, you know, keep it lit for like lit for the longest time possible. It's just our mm-hmm. last, like, you know, it's not, maybe not our last hope, but it's just giving us, giving us more assurance that we're leaning towards a positive side of uh, having Guardians football this season. So, mm-hmm. Mike? Christian Neon. Yeah, make so, it make sense for us, Mike, because I know a lot of us are confused by letter of intent and what they actually mean and what, what the implications of it are. Can you post it uh, or not post it or screen share it by any chance? The letter of intent. Uh, while he, yeah, the letter of oh, intent. While he, while Mike that'll give me a chance to practice with the letter, of, the the screen sharing thing. Yeah. While so Mike, uh, breaks it down for us. A letter of intent. That's exactly what it is. We've heard of this before with college athletes all the time. Whether it's football, basketball, all these high school kids are signing their letter of intent to play for whatever school, to attend whatever school. And how many times have we heard? You know what? I've changed my mind. I'm going to now actually on signing day, sign elsewhere. It's now no longer a letter of attempt. I'm going to sign to attend some other school. So it's not legally binding. So it is what it is. Right. And I'm not here trying to cast more shade or more doubt. It's not, it's not a contract. It's not legally binding. So that is what it is. As a season ticket holder of the guardians. And I saw day one, I'm like, okay, not every team's on there. All right. So we're not the only one. Day two, I started seeing a bit of a pattern here. There's two teams missing here still, Guardians and Sea Dragons. And then I heard that the DPP for the Sea Dragons was on vacation. So they were going to announce theirs once he got back from vacation. And sure enough, the third day comes out, Sea Dragons have theirs. I'm like, oh boy, why are we the only team now that doesn't? Where's Mr. Lee, our, our director of player personnel? I didn't see him at the showcase. Now it started got me starting to wonder, like, where are we in this? Today, obviously, calm my fears. But, you know, like, I'm human like anybody else. doesn't matter what I know, what I don't know, what I hear, what I don't hear. You know, I'm, I'm as concerned as anyone whether Orlando returns. And today helps reduce some of that um, with four. And the interesting thing with today's, is that there was one player also listed in the, what is it, 13 that got announced today? or um, It was 13. Opposed? Yeah, it was 13. I'm I was 13. At, okay. the, at the very bottom of the list, there's one that's not 
he signed a letter of intent to play for the XFL. He's not assigned yet. So yeah. now we have a free agent of those in the letter of intents that we didn't see before. So that kind of, kind of piqued my interest a little bit. It's like, okay, what's going on here? Team nine back in 2020, we had a team nine. Is this somebody that's going to be available in the upcoming drafts that somebody could select? So just, all right, we know this person has an intent to play here and they're not going to go elsewhere, like the Canadian football league or something like that. So, I mean, it's intriguing, but I mean, when I look at these names, Rudolph is somebody that got, got in a little bit of legal trouble and thankfully he's been cleared and he's returning back to football. He had a chance with the New York giants and stuff. So I'm intrigued, really intrigued with Rudolph and what he could bring to this team. And, uh, anyone that knows, uh, Todd Santillo's story there out of James Madison, he's somebody that was like diagnosed with some form of like, I don't know, was it cancer lupus, something like that. And he's been battling and overcome a lot of things. So he's like the epitome of these people that just needed an opportunity that's still striving. So I'm really intrigued with his story. I don't know a whole lot about him other than uh, that he did play James Madison and he looked, you know, decent in the highlights and stuff, but um, his story alone is pretty intriguing. Okay. Hold on. Yeah, go ahead. You just said Rudolph faced. No, go ahead. Go ahead, coach. He's fa- <laughs> okay. He faced attempted murder. Right, but he's been cleared I, of, of the charge. Right, I know, I know. He's cleared. Again, he's cleared, but that... There have been some people that have been innocent of charges before, so I'm just saying if... <laughs> okay. Okay. Attempted, okay. bro. Attempted. Okay. <clears throat> did. Right, you know? <laughs> I'll say it. I'm a Ravens fan. <laughs> oh... Dang, that is crazy. When you said that, I immediately went to go look and whew. just like that. Yeah, that, that changed I the mean, mood really quick there, coach. Self defense, and they said he was good. Oh, yeah. So he killed a man, got away with it. That's fair. Probably a dog. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to be a dog. Be a two point Got to be a dog. <laughs> no, not kill the dog. He is a dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Now, Mike, let me let me ask you this. So, uh, um, this uh, gentleman from James Madison, we see post uh, Dunucci area up at James Madison. Can you say that again? I'm sorry, I didn't quite catch. Was he was he post uh, post Ben Dunucci era? Oh, I believe Madison? so. I believe it's much more recent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I knew Ben DiNucci had a bit, he had a big legacy uh, up in um, up in uh, James Madison, and then he of course he had his chance with the uh, Dallas Cowboys and a couple other teams as well, and then he pretty much carried Seattle this season. So um, I'm not sure if he's come. I don't know if he's been released or not. I think he. I'm not sure if he signed with an NFL team or not this year. But DiNucci's with the Broncos. Broncos, yeah. Broncos. Yeah. Danucci. Yeah. I, I liked him at first, but he, he got real cocky, man. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. He yeah. did. He's a he's a cocky dude. Mm-hmm. hmm A little too much for my too much for my uh flavor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I like cocky. Like I like when, when somebody cocky, but he had something about him where he was just like like nose up type of thing. I didn't like that. Nose up, chest. Yeah, that's out. what I'm saying. He just he just I don't mind cocky, like you know, if you know you good, you hey, more power to you. But 
it was just a, a little much, a little much for my, for my cup of tea. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like you said, there was just some, there's some off about it. He was smug know. about it, man. Yeah. <laughs> there's a difference between confidence and cockiness, right? And I Thanks. agree. I think Danucci's a little bit in the latter. It, when he came off the field and he wouldn't even listen to his head coach there, Jim Hazlitt, that is also coaching the National Football League at some point. Yeah, I don't I, – it just it didn't seem like it rubbed me the right way either. Yeah, I yeah. saw your wife's comment there. Chat in the chat. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true too. But that's just another reason, you know. Oh, that just adds to the resume. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody oh, likes the Cowboys. Him in his up down, upside down Thank Dallas you. on his hats. You know I mean, what? It's just What's wrong, Matt? they're popular <laughs> though. No comment. No comment. I seen that. You know, Jersey shared a post earlier. It was like, oh, the Cowboys were like ranked the number one most searched team on Google. Yeah, bro, because people are asking, why do the Cowboys suck? What, you know what I mean? Like it's it's questions um, like that. It's not like, <laughs> hey Matt, why, why don't you why don't you move over to your right a little bit? What's <laughs> oh my god! I <laughs> uh, can't win. Can't win. Uh, you're get a lot worse in about two weeks, man. Just wait. <laughs> you think that you think that's bad? Hey, I was at the hey. I was at the Jag I was at the Cowboys Jaguars game last season when they blew that what what 20, 20 plus point game. Oh. It was awful. It was awful. Oh. Deuce is not gonna have to go too far. He's gonna roll out of that chair right onto the couch right beside him. <laughs> oh, oh man. man, where are we at? With hey, it all I'm saying is if the Cowboys beat. Um, they won't. Deuce, hey, he's gonna be magically sick for that episode. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, will, oh, I'm not even gonna tell you I'm sick. I'm not doing it. This is gonna straight up just not show up. I'm not doing it. No call, no show. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Sad thing is, this would be where Deuce would be. Let's go check the chat, but we know what the chat's saying to him. But his, his wife is letting him know he's not making it to the bed tonight. Hey, it, is, oh, it is my birthday weekend. weekend. Oh yeah. boy! Yeah, yeah. That could mm, be a rough birthday, rough. man. <laughs> or it could be an amazing birthday. Imagine that. It's gonna be rough yeah. either way. You can't win this. Your team might win, but your <laughs> wife's not gonna let you win. If you know what I'm saying. Yes. Yes. Oh man, but oh, it's uh, lit, bro. It's been it's that's the thing, bro. Like when we when the Guardians came, me and my wife were like, finally, we can root for the same thing, you know. So that was a cool thing. Look, yeah, I even get to root with Matt. Like we got to be enemies the entire next uh, however many months. But come XFL season, you know what I mean? We're it's else? all better. It's all better. <laughs> we get to embrace neon. the neon together. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So where are we at for time? Oh, yeah. yeah we're time good. to move on here for uh, the merger discussion. Dum, dum, dum. Our favorite. Okay. On Friday, Pro Football Newsroom's James Larson, as well as Neil Stratton of Inside the League, who, mind you, had a partnership with the XFL, 
providing scouting reports and stuff for the league in the lead up to the 2023 season. So take that for which what it's worth. There's two people that essentially reported the same exact thing. What we could be seeing out of this merger is eight USFL teams and four XFL teams. And the four included Arlington, D.C., San Antonio, and St. Louis. So it's pretty obvious the Guardians were not included. We know that nothing is finalized. We know things are sitting with regulatory at the moment. Um, so no final word, but it sounds like what's on the table is not in Orlando's favor. So with that being said, gentlemen, what are your initial thoughts or overall thoughts? Whatever you got, you're thinking. I I'm petty. I'm I'm a real petty person, and I'll be done with the whole thing. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'll be done. I'll be over it, and I will just be back to NFL only or whatever else I'm watching. All right, I'll be done. With it. It's too far it's away. Disappointing. There's no it, close it's really. It's not even. It's to the point where it's like, you really just smacked me in my face. I'm not gonna. No, I'm not. I'm not engaging in it. And that's just how I feel. I don't expect other people to feel like that. Like I do hope people continue to enjoy spring football. But I'll be completely done with it. I second that. I second that. Um, it's just it's re- reading all these like news posts and these reports. It's just it's kind of sad. It's just really sad for us as, as super fans us as diehard fans for spring football. Um, And, you know, even though, you know, you could say that, you know, 2023 wasn't the best season financially or just overall in general. I mean, personally, in my eyes, it was, it was just fine, but I know there's some ins and outs that obviously weren't, uh, there's some goals that weren't met in within the XFL. So I think just, you know, it's I'm with I'm with Deuce, you know, I think if it's taken away, it's 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 like taking, you know, it's like taking candy away from a kid. You know, it's just it's it's sad. And um, another thing that really shocked me was the ongoing, you know, debate between uh, the Roughnecks and the Gamblers. You know, the Gamblers, if you don't know, are part of the USFL. The Roughnecks are part of the XFL. Um, what really, you know. You know, what really amazes me is that the fans of the Roughnecks, they have an ongoing petition. I think a lot of teams do, but the Roughneck petition has already reached 500 signatures. Um, I think all of us here have uh, uh, signed a part of it. You know, I think we need to um, try to keep them. And um, I don't know if you guys had any other thoughts about the Roughnecks uh, situation. That situation is really unique because obviously they're competing for the same territory. Obviously, the gamblers had a big following back in the day. I get it. They didn't have it last year. They probably had a decent amount of the USFL fans, but that's not many. So if you're really looking at fan base to fan base and you're really trying to, because at this point, obviously, it's only about profit. In my eyes, that's what I see that you're showing me. So in my eyes, if it's only about profit, then go with the Houston Roughnecks. Why would you? Why would you deny them a second year? It makes no sense. These guys were ready to go get the chip. Like, are you serious right now? So they had a bunch of people behind them, a bunch of great fans behind them, clearly still behind them. 
And yeah, that's just ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Just just because it's based off a name that did well back in the day. Uh, it's not a good enough reason for me. All right, and, so, I, and I do. I, I believe. Yeah, I believe what what they think is going to happen is a lot of these roughneck fans are just going to become gambler fans. I got news for you, bro. It's not going to happen like that. It's not going to happen the way you think it's going to happen. I agree with your wife. She's saying, can they even, like, how many people are really going to be rooting for the gamblers? You know what I'm saying? Like, there is no, with the USFL, the reason why they were so successful, not so successful, but the reason why they would, you know, profitable, break even or make some kind of money is because they played at one stadium and it was very easy to, um cover cost on things uh but i mean it, and I'm, this is gonna sound super superficial here but just look at the uniforms man come on the roughnecks uniforms. generic yeah the roughnecks yeah. uniforms are a1 the mm-hmm. the the, 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 the full helmet with the flag on it beautiful awesome then you got the colors. I love how the, the the number fades to another color. I believe it's like red to blue or blue to red, one or the other. It just looks better. And then you look at the gambler's uniform. It is gray, black, and red. I don't want this to sound like a USFL hate speech, but check this out, bro. All of those, all of all of the unis are terrible. They're very basic. Mid. And the names basic. on the teams, look, hey. <laughs> the Birmingham Stallions, the Gamblers, the Showboats. What the hell? The, okay, the Panthers. Okay, um, the New Jersey Generals. Eh, that sounds like a team that I made in when I used to play NCAA. You know what I'm saying? The Breakers, like a fantasy name. The Stars. Uh, what, like is the Maulers. That one's not bad. There's like two. And and I think it's I think it's a little bit messed up. Like I don't know how true this is. I know we're kind of going off of like, you know, I don't know where you where you got, um, Mike. Where'd you say this came out of? So there was two separate reports. Oh yeah, Pro right. Football Newsrooms James right. Larson, which I have a pretty good relationship with. I've had him on my show five six different times. That's Player Fifty Four, and uh, you know that's somebody that is pretty respected within the right. XFL media circles. Neil Stratton runs inside the league. So he runs a business that compiles a lot of like scouting reports and stuff like that. Just data on players like crazy. And the XFL themselves partnered with Neil Stratton in 2022 hmm. to dive into some of this. And so that's kind of unearth. So he, and here's the thing, Neil, this is why I'll kind of share. It doesn't sound good. All right. And, and with that, there does there are some thoughts, but Neil not only reports this, so there's two people there. Okay. But Neil reported about a month ago that there would be 12 teams, six hubs. So that was the initial part. So now this is a little bit of a shift, right? 12 teams, right? It was supposed to be six and six, six hubs, but now it's, it's shifting a little bit. The thing is, we won't know what was honestly handed to regulatory. Until we find out whether it's approved or, or um, not. And maybe when it's not, it'll always be speculation. Maybe they won't share it. But before that, we got to keep in mind it was 10 or 12 teams. And it was we were being told that it was going to be teams that had venues. So we've seen this change a little bit, right? So be careful with how much we hang our head on this. Take this for fact. Because, you know, I, I trust James. And I trust that Neil does have legitimate 
contacts with the league because he's had partnerships. He's worked with them, you know, side by side. But I also don't know who inside the league knows that much. I think it's more ownership and maybe Russ Brandon on the XFL side, you know, Daryl Johnson, you know, the moose on the USFL side with Fox executives probably in that room. I don't know how many other people are actually in there. I don't think football ops was in there. I don't think this, you know, had a ticket sales and stuff. So I don't know how much these people know, but in, I'm saying that because I really don't think they know much. Now it doesn't mean I'm right, but I know they all didn't have a seat at the table in LA when they're sitting down, figuring out this merger, they weren't now, bringing in. Each and we got to, and we have to remember too, and, stuff. and we got to remember too, we're still going to have a season this year. Well, yeah. I, I believe so. No, I, I believe so. so. I believe I'm starting to think more and more that we're going to have a regular seasons. XFL season this year. I believe, I believe that. that I I'm believing more and more. And if this merger does not get approved soon and we're hearing, it could be as soon as a week away, a week to two weeks away. It all depends on, cause it takes a, a minimum 30 days for regulatory to look at it. So it depends on how, if that's the case, they submitted this before they acknowledge there was an intent to merge. So we again, it all depends on when things were submitted and how far along are we. Because if they're not, the XFL is supposed to be playing a season <laughs> in February. You're supposed to be starting camps shortly after the first of the year, right? So I mean, like you, you got to figure out these extra drafts and start having things in place. We know that some teams are missing key people they've moved on whether it's the league has moved on from them whether they saw opportunity to grow their careers whether they don't feel comfortable with the uncertainty around the league I'm, listen, it doesn't matter everyone's going to have their thoughts on what happened unless those people come forward and told you they got terminated by the league or whether their contracts were up so the league just didn't renew or whatever it is there's still holes and to move forward with a season you'd have to figure that out those are the things that lead me to think that the merger could happen as soon as 2024, like a merged league. Right. But I also starting to say the longer this goes, the more like if there's going to be seasons, they, even if they want to merge, I don't know if they actually play a combined 2024 season, because if they're going to do that, XFL. they got to come out and tell everybody hey, season ticket holders sooner later, rather than later, there's got to be a schedule out. And without a schedule, you can't really start buying single game tickets. So they're going to have to push the schedule if they are going to play, and that could be the intent here all along. That I could think be. It's too. I think it's too. <clears throat> I think it'll be too fast for because there's a lot of things. There's a lot of moving parts. First, they got to get it all approved, right? Like we're like you're saying. Then on top of that, they now have to secure venues. They have to do all this stuff. Now they could be doing it all behind the scenes right now, and just having it all set up. But I think it's a lot to try and put it all together within what? How many months are we away? You know what I'm saying? To put it all together and then have a season go off in 2024. I think, I think, I hope, I hope we at least have one more season with the, with yeah. our guardians. And yeah. if we can show if out, true, if it's true, uh, maybe we should jump on that bandwagon and have some petition signed. I don't know if that'll even help or anything. You know maybe what? All we need to do it. is go win the chip, bro. Cause they can't get rid of this if we win the chip. I believe it will. I believe it will. Cause that's going to bring I, more I'll, fans. I'll, I'll just back out as a fan as in spring football can go kick rocks at that point. I mean, I hate to say it that way, but what's the closest team that I'm going to root for Birmingham? No Not way. Happening. Not happening. So let me ask you this, okay, to everybody that's obviously here talking, to everyone that's listening that will tune in here in the coming days. What if this 
is not ideal out of the gate, right? Let's say the merger happens 2024. Guardians are not in the mix. However, seeing that they own all the trademarks for one year, essentially the guardians go on hiatus. Essentially, let's say, and they bring them back. Essentially, like a Cleveland Brown situation. Look at how diehard that fan base, excuse me, still is. They lost their team to Baltimore. They got an expansion team, and it comes back. Would you, for one season, not return if your team was just, for whatever reason, they had to get certain things figured out, if that's what it came down to, and the Guardians came back? You, you lost them for one year. It's on hiatus. Essentially, I'll, come like back how the- I'll come back when they come back. That's, that's I'll, call, I'll be back when they come back. It, it'd be hard. It'd be hard because in our market, I don't see where there, there should be any reason not to. We're the only team here in the whole sunshine state. You know what I'm saying? You literally have like 17 teams in freaking Houston. Like, give me a break. Not in Houston, but in Texas. In like, Texas, give me yeah. a break. If you got somewhere to figure out, that would be one of the places you need to figure it out. It, it, I'd be hard to; it'd be hard for me to come back just because it's been given to us, then taken away, given to us, then taken away, and now finally there's something nearby that I can really put my hands on, and they're gonna take it away again for like to see how the merger looks, and then. Boom! Hey, everybody, come back. We're guardians again. Da 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 da. And you're just kind of yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm a clown it's at like, that point. Yeah. How many times? Yeah, like it's almost like um, not to fool me once, shame on me thing. Kind of something like that. Kind of, know? yeah. Kind of just keep going, and it's like that same broken, broken record going back and forth. I feel at that point, if they try and do this whole, but that's spring league in us. its entirety. What you're doing right now is really tampering with something that I know could work. If you gave the XFL three, four years to really like not really worry about what that profit margin is and give it time to cook, I promise you a lot of these stadiums would look like St. Louis. If you continue to, to really make it that fan fans league type thing where we're getting random interviews during the games, even our rule setting is just more exciting. It really is, even compared to the NFL. It's just a more exciting rule set. It's, well, and that's and that's where it gets scary because it, it, that's where it gets scary because clearly we see who has the upper hand here, right? It's the USFL. They're coming into this with the upper hand, and what I what I mean by that is we're only bringing four teams. They're bringing all of their almost their almost their whole thing, right? So. We're like at at that point. We're kind of like the 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 tagalongs here. But they are bringing all of their teams. If 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 it goes that way, they have the arms. There, nothing changed for them. Right. Besides, they they the rules are going to change. If they're whatever they thought was nice about that, that's the thing too. They'd be crazy to to not use the XFL rule set. And are they going to still be fun? Like you know, have this guy in the press box and breaking down every Dean Blandino. Yeah, the Dean. like having Dean Bam, Bam Blin, Oh my God, I can't say that. <laughs> Dean, Dean Blandino. Blandino break down all our plays and like really show us and make us feel like clearly it was an impact because the NFL's now trying to do it. You see how they bring it in and now they're going in and hey, what are they looking at here, Billy? Well, blah, they have blah, they legitimately blah. have Dean Blandino doing it as well. Yeah. So so 
clearly what we did they did was trend setting and they made it and they made it cool like they made not cool but they made it um whatever i don't know the word. we used to we we made we that was like a running joke with us last year like my wife one time we were watching one of the games and dean came up to explain something she's like he's so cool like there was like sparkles in her eyes. So like all of us, like we were all of us in our Discord over there, we're like, oh man, Dean's so cool. So like from this from that point on, like every time I see Dean playing Dean, I'm like, oh man, he's so cool. So it'll it'll definitely make it harder if all these changes are more for the XFL fans. If that makes sense. Like if all these changes are more hey, we're going back to traditional football, these traditional ways and how the USFL pretty much does everything. And you guys are just like the redheaded stepchildren. <laughs> you know, no offense to the redheads out here, but <laughs> the redheaded stepchildren and you guys are just going to come in gingers. here and just, and just <laughs> take what we give you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if that's what the merger is going to be, that's going to make it hard again to like then be like, okay, there is no guardian team. Oh, next year there's a guardian team, and you're like, it's just regular football again. Like, yeah. no interviews on the sidelines. No, there's just so much. No extra points. XFL. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll, let me bounce in real quick. Um, I, I I totally agree with Coach and Deuce on everything they said. You know, it's going to be hard for me. You know, just being having being taken away. But at the same time, you know, when I came onto this show, I emphasize that i'm a firm believer in you know being a true fan be having hope um if you get to know me personally you know i'm someone who just doesn't ever give up who will push to the end until nothing is ever available so i feel like you know i could i you know i feel like that i would be in support of it i feel like i would you know if if it did come if it did the scenario that mike just said i feel like that i would be okay with it because at least you know not having spring football here in the st- Orlando, let alone the state of Florida, you know, I think it's just going to be, it's just going to be too depressing. It's goofy. It. No, and it's goofy it in terms of a business standpoint in football. Exactly. <laughs> like, like coach said, you got how many teams fighting for Texas? There's just, a, there's a ton of them. You have an entire, there's multiple footballs. Right. Obviously one of the top ones, Orlando, we all know, like, like the poll said, you know, I, I don't want it to see leave it, leave Orlando, but if it has to, to keep uh, spring football in Florida, then so be it. Cause honestly, there's a lot, a lot of things to do in Orlando. You're, you're distracted easily. You won't even know what's happening. Cause obviously the marketing isn't the greatest, but exactly. I feel like so that's an it, easy fi- I'll be that's that clown. Fix, though. I'll be that clown that's back when they're back. And I'm it doing the same thing fix. I was Move doing two years ago. Yeah. Easy. Boop, so, fixed. <laughs> Matt mentioned something about trying to be the positive run, right? So let's let's look at something that is positive, right? A couple of things that are positive for the Guardians. That eight and four report from both of those parties doesn't look good for us, but these are the things that do look good. Coach Buckley and his staff were front and present at the showcase, right? It was just a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. There was no other head coaches there. Now, is that a technicality? Eh, time will tell. Here's another thing, and I don't know who's paying very close attention to social media, and more specifically, Corey Helvey's social media. Corey has been grinding, and I mean, he is everywhere, not just 
at events with a tent, selling season tickets. I mean, he's been at the local Rotary Club mm-hmm. and these various banquets and stuff. Corey's been working six days a week for quite some time, and that hasn't stopped. So the head of or the director of Orlando Guardian season tickets or ticket sales in general is still grinding to this day. That's a very good sign, right? That they haven't stopped selling tickets. It's not like, okay, wait, whoever's bottoms bottom will sit and wait and see. If Corey's still grinding, there is something of a positive light for, you know, the, the torchbearer, so to speak, to show there is a good possibility we have a 2024 season. We can worry about 2025 later and what comes of it, but I, that's one of the things that makes me very hopeful to believe that we do have a season coming up and why we could potentially see two separate uh, leagues. Um, maybe two separate leagues with a combined championship is maybe what we see for 2024, which would be interesting. And then we could see the restructure in 2025. Again, I don't know anything. I'm trying to look at things and connect dots the way that they kind of seem logical to me. And from what I do hear and what I do read of other reports, um, they say it's business as usual. They have pushed off a draft, but we do have letters of intents and they're kind of putting teams on it. And then they even have one guy now that just has an XFL designation to it. So it kind of tells me, I think we might be all right. We might be okay yeah. because the one court co- head coaching departure that's happened, if anyone's paid any attention, hasn't been on the XFL side. It was the Memphis Showboats' Todd Haley is parted ways with the USFL. So just think about it for a second. We didn't hear about our head coaches parting ways. Yeah. So it's probably because he thought the name was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but real talk to someone. Someone needs to give this 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 uh, guy Corey an award. Yeah, he's the he's, real MVP, man. Exactly. He he's the he's the goat. He is the nicest guy you'll ever meet. He does his job like amazingly. I think he probably does his job better than any of the other t- ticket reps in the XFL. Not to brag, but you know, I think he definitely deserves an award. He deserves multiple recognitions. So shout out my man Corey. He's fighting for us, man. Shout out exactly. To him. He's very personable, very real. It's not he just is. being nice. He's very personal. So it's like, it's not just a guy that comes across as overly nice. It, you're having a legitimate conversation. It's it's a good rapport that goes back and forth. So it, it, he's definitely top notch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, that being said, we're what? Oh, about we're six a little over. over. So th- we got to get to coach. Coach has got a new poll for the week. He's got to give Let's us his go, poll. Coach. What do we What's got, coach? Poll, coach. Oh so, wow! I got oh, I got a screen on the screen. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're since we got to wrap this up quick. I want to know going into um next season, probably not next season, but the new merger talks. And let's let's say we us guardians stay in the stay in the loop here, and we're still a team. When's a good time to start the season? Directly after the NFL season. In February, towards the end of February, March or April. That's going to be my. Those are going to be the three. The three answers: February, March, or April. When would be a good time to start a season? When are you missing football? Do you need it right after the NFL season? Do you need it a month or two? Um, we'll obviously have an other option, uh, but I would like to know y'all's y'all's opinion. I give y'all mine real quick, and. Um, yeah, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, so when do you guys think 
when do you guys feel a good time is to start the next season, the 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 spring football? Bro, I'm gonna be honest. I liked it exactly how it was that week after the Super Bowl. I was like, yeah, you know, I got done with that. I wanted more football immediately. I know some people needed a break. For me, I thought it was perfect, especially with the way that it ended, right? It gave our players enough time to be watched. It gave our players enough time to make it into training camps and things like that. So, yeah, I'm I'm totally for immediate, immediately after the, the week after the Super Bowl. What you got, Matt? I think for me, you know, yeah, I, I, I'm totally on uh, Deuce's train. But at the same time, you know, I need a little bit of time to, you know, obviously if if the Eagles hopefully don't win the Super Bowl, I need some time to just, like, <laughs> get it out of my system or, you know. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning more towards March because I feel like March being in there, it's going to give us a little bit of a break. It's going to give us a little bit of a breather. And by that point, I'll be missing football enough where it'll be like, hey, you know, it's new spring mm-hmm. season starting, so we're right at it. And it allows, you know, it allows for kind of the NFL media to die down, and it allows the spring football league media to kind of vamp up. So I think that that's really the reason why I'm choosing March. That's a good point, man. That's a good point. Yeah, for sure. Mike? Mike, what you got? I would normally say I don't think it matters all that much. Um but I think in Florida it does. If you're not playing in February uh, and you decide <laughs> to kick off in April, oh, man, if we think the, the turf is feeling a little hot uh, in, in February and early March, uh, April, June, July is not going to be any better. Not yeah. any better. So, I mean, if you look at it that way, I mean, you can start splitting hairs. The later start, you start to get into the heart of Major League Baseball season major league soccer and all the other leagues that are kind of going off. So I think February, you know, there it would be nice maybe to have a week off at least, uh, but you can't, you can't wait too long. It, it just, it just seems like the longer you wait and you know, I hear the same thing out of Birmingham. A lot of people say you get in the summer weather, it's just too hot. And that's well, when they kick the humidity off. Humidity is bad people. there too. Yeah. So, so, yeah. I'm going to hit it with March. I think a little break is nice, but, and it's not for the reason everybody's thinking the break would be nice that way. So for people that aren't paying attention, right. And aren't looking into new leagues and aren't trying to, you know, when the XFL started, you know, I told my buddies, yeah, oh, I've been to like four games. Like, Oh damn, it already started. Yeah. yeah the, the Super Bowl just ended, you know, so it's nice to um, – it'd be nice to build a hype, kind of do like a um, – you got to go, Mike. Yeah, sorry. I was trying to be nonchalant about No, no, you're good, man. No, no, you're good. Um, but So I'll say deuces. Embrace the uh, embrace, embrace the, the neon. neon without me, gentlemen. Embrace the neon. Yes, All right, sir. brother. All right. Um, if I'm, if, so the reason being is that way we can do sort of like, um, oh my God, like, like a hard knocks kind of thing. Like the NFL does, they can see the training camp. You can build some hype behind it. And then that way you do give people, I think people do need a minute to decompress from another league. And then now you build a hype up to this new league to then jump right into, um, the XFL or Mm -hmm. UFL or whatever the name's going to be. 
but you give them an opportunity to then build and want and see and be like, okay, I can connect because it was kind of hard. I mean, we all, all, all of us, we all took this jump out and been like, well, didn't really see much. And I was really more focused on NFL. Let me go see what these guys are. Well, now you give people like you, like we said, we talk about all the time. We need to be more personable. We need people to see us so they can want to come back and watch our dumb show and enjoy our dumb personalities and us talking (laughs) random garbage at times. We need that too. So it'd be nice to have that later start. Not too late. I mean, granted, March still sucks. I mean, it starts to get hot (laughs) really quick. Yeah. And I get it. And and we're going to be baking in the sun. Your wife is absolutely correct. We're going to all turn into (laughs) bacon. Um, But – we're doing it all it, out of the love of football. Right. We all do it. Exactly. Um, but it now, one nice question to go. Go ahead. Go, on, go ahead. Oh, I just had one question. So do you think – we'll ask question then. You know, uh, I won't. I, won't, I don't want to bargain on it too much. Do you think that a preseason, maybe one, maybe two games, do you think that would hurt at all? Do you, or do you think training camp's just enough and then just jump into a new season cold? What was your question? Sorry, I was reading. Oh, no, you're, uh, so do you think, you know, maybe having one or two preseason games would in, in that time frame in, in between the Super Bowl and, and like March, for example, if we're saying March, do you think that would be a good idea or do you think it's just, I do you think know, that would be a good idea. I think, you think it's a good idea. I think one, you do like, one at least one, like your spring game, you can do like one game, little, little scrimmage. Test. Yeah. Like a little scrimmage kind of thing. I think that would be cool. Um, for sure. Not maybe not maybe not even like a scrimmage, maybe like a not so formal kind of thing. I don't know. It'd be kind of cool to see that that kind of side. Um, we did have a question about a guy named Tom Ford and said he was seeing people selling um some Guardian gear, helmets and pads. I saw the same post. post. Um, there are people that post. sell there are people that claim they sell they're selling they see pages. Um, now, this is just me um, uh, speculating here. But what is too expensive? Too expense? Too expensive for the price? The helmet. So you've actually seen them for show? No. Yeah, Van Van Hurst. Yeah, Explain a little thing. bit, man. Yeah, um, but there are people that try and say I have an abundance of gear click this and it's just a scam yeah Um, yeah. because um my son does pop warner and you're in these pop warner chats and you'll have people post that stuff all the time hey we got a whole bunch of influx of gear click this link and it's just a scam account it's like scam trying to get you to get you buy crap Mm -hmm. yeah um so there are there are things like that now i don't know i didn't see this tom tom ford guys post it would be nice to see it. That just sound, Tom Ford just sounds fake. Sounds right. yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, man. but yeah, I, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm, that's me, that'll be my vote. My vote will be going into March. I'm, I'm yeah. a March guy. I would like it. And that's why I was saying, and that's why I was saying maybe um, preseason games don't generate. Yeah, that's true. And especially in a, yeah, right. I, would it be well, much? That's, different? that's why I, I said think, I don't think it would be much different. I think that the the fans that are fans of these teams now would be there, and you you probably wouldn't see new ones, but the, the people that have been there, I think, would be there. I don't, I don't think, think it would be. I, I think we do it at we do it at their hub, 
We do it at the hub, mm. right? If you want to go out there, you can to watch it, but it's just more of an like unformal scrimmage that yeah. they can put on air or whatever. Um, but it's nothing crazy, nothing like where you got media, all this stuff at different venues. No, 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 no. Just do it at the hub where they all practice at in Texas. Do it right there and have all the teams come out, do their thing, do a little showcase, and then bada boom, bada bing. And it's good for the fan. It's good for the fans, right? Gets the fans more involved, and and it gets your guys, and you get a little excited. You can see what your guys potentially might have. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm not against that at all. Not against that at all. But uh, with that being said, man, we are 16 minutes over time. Uh, I, we definitely embrace the neon though. So give me an embrace the neon in the chat and we will see y'all next week for ep eight. We're on a roll, man. We're up to episode seven. It's, um, obviously a little rough with, we don't have a ton of content to go off of, but we're doing our best. If you have, uh, any suggestions, please feel free to hit up the neon green mafia, uh, in a, in a, a private message and let us know any of your questions that you think would be good for the show. If you guys want to be a part, you guys want to jump on and, and uh, join us for an episode. That's the way to schedule it as well. So, yeah, for sure, definitely reach out to us and let us know uh, what you guys want to hear us talk about. Because join like our I Discord said. and put, and we got a Discord as well. I don't yeah. know if you guys know what Discord is, but it's like a chat where you can chat with us all the time. We try and jump on there. We post some stuff. Um, you got questions? You want to join the show? You can also put it on there, and we'll try and make some room for y'all to to uh, jump on. I'm going to drop a link right now for the Discord. If you guys are interested in that, go ahead. Please join us. Um, We're trying to get a little bit more active in there. I was in there just talking nonsense about the Eagles game. But, yeah, definitely join. Uh, (laughs) Definitely join. You're going to see Jalen Hurts riding a dolphin. Hold on. Can we we something real quick? Can we? Can we? Can we? Hold on. Where can I point? Where? Nope. All right. Forget pointing. Um. Whoever wins has to wear the other team's. Uh... Oh, who? Yeah, that who would be you two, not me. Me and my wife. That's no, 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 no. You and Matt. Oh, oh me. Boy. That's never uh... happened. I will not put that thing on my body. We have to bet something else over my dead body. <laughs> oh my goodness! I would, I would, I would love to see. I mean, the I'll do a hat. Has to wear the hat. Yeah, a hat. I'll do a hat. I won't do a jersey though. A hat Come on, Deuce. Come on. Hat Come on. Uh, Dude, a hat even a hat is not even right. that bad. It's not as hot right. as That's a jersey. Fun. That's fine. So what for are that we episode? shaking on virtual shake on it? Yeah. For that episode, are we gonna come on with that hat? Yes. Is that what's going to happen? All right. And it has to be, and it has to, that's the first thing. That's, that's the that's face you. forward. It's down, like hat <laughs> off, right? Hat off. And then we gotta, it's gotta be, it's gotta be this. <laughs> I might have to put the bag on my head too for that game <laughs> for that show. <laughs> the whole song right. can't come off. All right. Uh, look, that's not fair. I'm betting. I'm betting that and my wife, bro. That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, that's all right, crazy. guys. All right, uh, yeah. You guys take care, man. Definitely hit us up. Let us know. Uh, we're going to end this the, the right way, man. Embrace the neon, Your man. Your friends at the Neon Green Mafia want to thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Make sure to turn on that notification so you don't miss an episode. Embrace the neon.